commemorate the life, the love, the light, and the legacy of Brother Bryce McCain Sr. The earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. So as we gather in this space to worship our God and to celebrate this life, can you help me give God praise for the life of Brother Bryce McCain by putting your hands together and saluting the creator of the cosmos. Reverend Peyton C. is going to lead us as far as our worship experience is concerned, and he's going to come and give the invocation and provide leadership in the service at this moment. be with all of you. Uh, would you all bow your heads and uh, close your eyes with me as we go to God. I'm in prayer as we begin uh, this, this homegoing celebration uh, for uh, Brother Bryce McCain. Dear Lord, uh, just come before you so, uh, and just thank you so, so very much just for being with us, Lord, this morning and this afternoon to, for today. God, I thank you for the celebration of a life and for a life well lived brother McCain. Lord, I thank you so much for the family and friends that are uh, celebrating, Lord, uh, with us today, this homegoing celebration. Lord, I pray, uh, man, that you would just be with them, comfort them, give them your love and your peace, Lord, during this time. But Lord, be with us, Lord, as we go about our service today. Help us to celebrate um, his life and to celebrate the life, uh, Lord, that you have lived so that he could live. Lord, we thank you so, so very much, Lord for making this um, not even so much a day of mourning, Lord, but a day of celebration um, as well. That is because of you. We thank you so very much, God, and we pray that you be with us as we go about our service today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So what will follow is uh, Sister Naomi Worthy will lead us um, in the hymn, Blessed Assurance. I will read the scriptures um, for us uh, for today, and then Reverend Brenda Richardson will lead us in a prayer of comfort. Uh, may God be with you as we go about uh, this service.
blessed assurance we have. Amen. What blessed assurance we have. Thank you, Sister Naomi. Thank you, Scott, who's leading us on the piano um, for today. Um, man, I ask you to join uh, with me in reading two passages of Scripture uh, this morning that uh, I pray give us uh, some comfort um, and hope uh, during this time. Um, the first passage that I'll be reading from is Psalm chapter 90, uh, verses uh, 10 through 17. Um, I'll be reading from the New International Version. Um, for those of you that will be following along, uh, that will be Psalm uh, chapter 90, verses 10 through 17. The passage uh, goes like this. It reads, Our days may come to 70 years, or 80 if our strength endures. Yet the best of them are but trouble and sorrow, for they quickly pass and we fly away. If only we knew the power of your anger, your wrath is as great as the fear that is your due. Teach us to number our days, that we may gain a heart of wisdom. Relent, Lord, how how long will it be? Have compassion on your servants. Satisfy us in the morning with your unfailing love, that we may sing joy and be glad all our days. Make us glad for as many days as you have afflicted us, for as many years as we have seen trouble. May your deeds be shown to your servants, your splendor to their children. May the favor of the Lord our God rest on us, establish the work of our hands for us. Yes, establish the work of our hands. And then I'll be reading from the New Testament um, from 2 Timothy uh, chapter 4, verses 6 through 8. Uh, 2 Timothy chapter 4, verses 6 through 8, and the passage reads... Uh, For I am already being poured out like a drink offering, and the time for my departure is near. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Now there is in store for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award to me on that day, and not only to me, but also to all who have longed for his appearing. Amen. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Now, Reverend Richardson will come and uh, lead us in our prayer of comfort. Good afternoon, sweet family and friends. Join me as we pray. God, we know that there is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. And God, right now we glorify your name for this activity, for this homegoing celebration, God. We thank you, God, now for all that you are doing in our lives. God, we thank you right now, Holy Spirit, come and saturate every pew. God, come and just sit with this family, God. Sit with them through this celebration, God, and let them know that even today and the day after today and the day after that, that you are with them, God. But God, we're glad and we glorify your name because, God, we don't grieve like those that have no hope. We grieve in the hope that we know that Brother Bryce has a home eternal. He has done something that we'll all have to do. But God, we thank you now for him because he is now in heaven with you, God. And he is celebrating and saying hallelujah. So God, right now, we pray for this family. God, we pray that you would just touch them more abounding, God. I pray that you would give them more love, God. Give them more understanding. Give them more peace. Give them more patience, God. Give them everything that they need to make it through this journey of grief. God, it's not going to be easy. But God, with you it is. So God, we pray that they will continue to lean on you. Lean on your everlasting arms, God, whenever they need you, God. We pray that all of their tears become tears of joy at some times. That their laughter will replace their grieving, God. Then that will happen in some time. And God, give themselves the understanding that it takes time. God, and you've got all the time in the world to love on them. So, God, we thank you now for this moment. We pray that everyone that is reaching out to them now won't stop reaching, but will continue to bless them with their comfort. God, we thank you, God. You are an awesome God. So, God, even in this doing, you know, we know that you have the final say. So, God, we celebrate a life well lived. 
We thank you for every one person that he has touched, God. We thank you for that. We thank you for his life, God. We thank you for his work. We thank you for his legacy, God. And we pray that that will bring comfort to his family, God, from far and near. God, we love you. We honor you. This time is set aside for celebration. Amen. This time is set aside for celebration. And we celebrate you, God, and we celebrate a life well lived. Can you join me in an amen? Can you join me in an amen? Can you put your glad hands together? Come on now. Come on now. Come on. Come on. This is a happy day. Even today is a happy day. God bless you.
Sister Naomi Worthy and singing our precious Lord, uh, lead me home, take me home. Uh, man, we get to celebrate that precious Lord today in, in the life of uh, our Brother Bryce. And at, at this point in time in our service, uh, we are going to um, honor Bryce with some tributes um, to him. And so um, when I call your name, if you don't mind coming to um, this uh, podium over here, uh, we will have some mics uh, set aside for you to be able to speak. Um, on his behalf, and so uh, and I'd like to um, invite uh, Tim Witten, um, Alice Lagan, and uh, Reverend Brenda Richardson uh, to please go ahead and come over here. Um, and uh, when we give your tributes, I just ask that uh, you please just try to limit to limit them as best you can uh, to two minutes. Um, but uh, man, definitely, uh, we look forward to hearing your remarks. Um, and so please just go ahead and come over to the side podium here. Amen. Um, I didn't think I could be able to do this, and I can see right now I'm going to get very emotional. So please just bear with me. Um, my name is Tim. I came to city back in 82, 18 years old. And um, first couple people I met was Alice and Bryce McCain. And um, so I've known Bryce and worked with him for many, many years. And I'm very honored to be standing here today to speak about him. Um, I know we've been told to keep it two minutes, and I don't think I can even do that for two minutes, but um, Bryce deserves more than that. Uh, he's just an awesome man. So I sat in my office this morning and came down with a few things. So uh, uh, I'm going to go ahead and get started and be done. And honor my good friend Bryce. Bryce was more than a co-worker. He was more than a friend. Bryce was family to me. Um, Bryce, his work ethic, his attitude toward his job, and his coworkers was impeccable. Bryce was always the first one there in the mornings. And um, I would get there a little later. When I walk in, he would look up from his job and say, Hey, dude. That was one of his favorite sayings. Hey, dude. And Bryce always had this little toothpick hanging right here in his lip. So my wife said I should have wore a tooth, 
toothpick today. Uh, but no, um, but he was always, you know, just very friendly and talking to me. Bryce took pride in everything he did. You can ask Alice. Uh, Bryce would clean the service drive in the mornings. And if you walked on that service drive while it was wet, he'd let you know. I'm not going to tell you what he'd let you know, but he'd let you know. Uh, so um, I could sit up here this morning and tell you so many stories of Bryce, about Bryce McCain. Um, but Bryce was a godly man. And I'm going to tell you how I know that. About 14 years ago, I'm 58 now, I had cancer. So I couldn't drive to work every day. So my mother-in-law would drive down from Concord and meet Bryce at the Speedway. Bryce and I, for three weeks, rode together. Bless his heart. He'd pick me up, take me back to work. And every day, Bryce and I would talk. And he was just, he, he believed in the good Lord Jesus Christ. And it grew me closer and closer to the Lord. You know, I've always been a Christian, but him and I would just have a, this awesome time together. So, um, Bryce, like I says, he was not only a co-worker, he was not only a friend, he was a family, and he would be truly missed by not only me, my wife, my family, but all the co-workers at City Chevrolet. And I am very, again, honored to sit here and say that this morning. I will finish up with this. I do know one thing. When I get to the gates of heaven, I'm sure Bryce McCain would be standing back there looking right at me with that toothpick in his lip saying, hey, dude, welcome home. <laughs> Thank you, guys, and have a blessed day. High noon to everybody. It's 12 o'clock noon to celebrate Bryce McCain, my friend, for over 60 years. I would like for all of the City Chevrolet employees to stand, please. These are the people that Bryce worked for for over 60 years. He was their friend. Thank you for standing. I worked for city for 50 years. May as well say 60 because Mr. Henry wouldn't let me go home. <laughs> when I retired, he told me, he said, well, what you going to do? I said, what you mean what I'm going to do? I said, I'm going home. He said, no, you're not. So he brought me over to management, and I worked there to 2017. So I worked at City for 60 years. So Bryce was the first person I met when they hired me. I was 19 years old, and I'm 60, 84 now. So I've been knowing Bryce all for over 60 years. He was just like one of my brothers. We never had an argument, and that's a miracle to say, because everybody usually fall out over something. But Bryce and I never did. He will be missed by my family, and he especially will be missed by me. Gwen don't know this, but when he got ready to marry her, he came and asked me, well, Alice, I got something to run by you. I said, well, what you going to run by me, Bryce? I'm thinking about getting married. I said, whoa. <laughs> he laughed. I said, well, do, the first thing I want to know, do you love her? He said, yes. I said, well, then marry her then. I said, you got my permission, bruh. So Gwen did never know that, but he came over to my house and sat down and told me that he was ready to get married. So I gave, he was waiting on me to, to say what I was going to say. 
I asked him, did he love her? He said, yes. I said, well, marry her then. So bright, Gwen, he had to run it by me, his sister. You know, so I guess I'm the reason why you married, Bright. <laughs> so everybody have a wonderful day. afternoon again, everyone. I wrote a tribute, uh, and I put it on Facebook because I thought, okay, there you go. It's done. Uh, but uh, my friend, Gwen, has asked me to read it, so I'm going to do that uh, for you today. And it says, a tribute to my boyfriend, Bryce McCain. I believe that one of the true measures of a man, a husband, is the radiant smile on the face of a loving wife. This smile is met with a glimpse and a twinkle in the eyes of her husband. That's what I saw in Bryce McCain, and that's how he became my boyfriend. Bryce was quiet and faithful. He worked way past the age of necessity to provide for his family. One thing I remember about Bryce was the way he would bring Gwen to church on Sunday mornings. He would let her out at the door, park the car, and then join her. And I thought, what a gentleman. That's why he's my boyfriend, because he honored his wife. When I would come into the sanctuary, I could always find them together on the last pew. I would stop by and both of them would smile and affirm me, telling me I was doing a good job. And sometimes no matter who you are, you need to hear that. Bryce and Gwen were encouragers. Other times I would stop by and I would ask Gwen, are you taking good care of my boyfriend? And Gwen would say, yes. And Bryce would smile the biggest smile. And that's why I called him my boyfriend, you see, because it made him smile. Bryce, you will be missed. Strong, faithful men, take your well-deserved rest. say thank you to each of uh, each of you that spoke um, and gave tribute to Brother Bryce um, and the wonderful life um, well lived and the different um, aspects that you guys were able to show uh, from his life as, as friends, um, as family, as co-workers, um, and so much more than that. Uh, man, as, uh, as we head into this uh, next part of our service, before we do, I just want to um, acknowledge on um, behalf of the family uh, so many of the acts of kindness um, and the prayers that they have received um, over the last uh, uh, several days, weeks, and into the days and weeks ahead. Um, and we pray that you will continue reaching out to them, uh, that you will continue um, and just really seeking how they are doing, asking about them and offering them love and comfort um, as much as you can. Um, amen. Um, and thank you also to the staff of, of Lake Park Health and Rehab for the affectionate care of Bryce while he was there. Um, and their, their thoughtfulness will be remembered and cherished by the family as well. And so man, may God continue to bless um, all of you as you have continued to care uh, for this family, uh, Brother Bryce McCain Jr. Um, and at this point in time, um, we are going to... Um, uh, we're going to listen to How I Got Over um, by Miss, uh, by Sister Naomi, and uh, she is going to lead us in this song. And then uh, the next voice that you will hear um, is uh, the, our pastor, uh, Reverend Dr. Robert C. Scott, and he'll give our eulogy for today. Thank you so much.
got over How I got over My soul looked back and wondered How I got over Tell me how I got over Had a mighty hard time Crossing on over My soul looked back and wondered How I got over Just as soon as I can see Jesus The man who made me free The man who bled and suffered He hung on Calvary I want to thank him How he brought me I want to thank him How he taught me I want to thank my God How he kept me I want to thank him Cause he never left me I want to join Gonna wear a diadem in the new Jerusalem. Gonna walk me some streets of gold in the homeland of the soul. I'm gonna view the host in white. I've been traveling day and night, coming up from every nation on the way. To the great coronation Coming from the north, south East and west, Lord On the way to the land of rest Gonna join the heavenly choir Gonna sing and never get tired I'm gonna sing all around the altar I'm gonna shout All my troubles over Gonna thank God for being so good to me I want to thank him today I want to thank him right now all night long the angels kept over me all night long the angels watched over me sing all around the altar I'm gonna shout all my troubles over For being so good to me How I got over How I got over My soul looked back and wondered How I got over We give God praise for the gift of Sister Naomi Worthy, how she has blessed us on today with her gift of song. We come and we honor uh, the spirit of Christ, the one who is the resurrection and the life. And it is interesting that we are celebrating uh, the life of Brother Bryce McCain Sr. during Holy Week. Um, And for in the Christian tradition... This is the week that we are making what we call our trek toward a hill called Calvary. And yet as we gather uh, during this particular week, starting on yesterday with what is called Palm Sunday, going to what will be called Good Friday and then Resurrection Sunday morning, that particular event from Calvary to the tomb is the reason that we're able to gather and celebrate the life and the legacy of Brother McCain because of what Jesus did at Calvary, death does not have the last word. Uh, And so we gather in this space to celebrate and commemorate uh, his life and his love. To 
sister Gwendolyn, who has been his helpmate for the last 21 years, and of course his caretaker for the last few years, God honors your gratefulness and your faithfulness to him, to your husband. Um, and that does not go unnoticed by the annals of heaven. And so I want to celebrate and I want to lift you up and commend you to his children and others who have gathered from near and far. We thank God for the deposit that he has placed in this place. Um, and I believe, Scott, if, that, if I'm right on that tune, is that I'm building me a home? That was a song he wanted to. Uh, he liked that song, didn't he? Yeah. Um, so I want to, if I could, be in the vein of that song. Second Corinthians chapter 5 puts it this way. For we know that if the earthly tent we live in is destroyed, we have a building from God. A house not made with hands eternal in the heavens. For in this tent we groan, longing to be clothed with our heavenly dwelling. If indeed, when we have taken it off, we will not be found naked. For while we are still in this tent, we groan under our burden, because we wish not to be unclothed, but to be further clothed, so that which is mortal may be swallowed up by life. He who has prepared us for this very thing is God, who has given us the spirit as a guarantee. And I want to talk about I'm building me a home. That's what I want to talk about for the time that is ours. I'm building me a home. I want to thank, before I get started, as far as uh, my remarks are concerned, I want to thank uh, our staff clergy, uh, Reverend C., Dr. Redman, and Reverend Richardson for their participation, our minister of music, uh, Brother David Scott Gibson for his gift of song and uh, playing, and for Sister Naomi Worth, Worthy, who has blessed us in a wonderful and tremendous way, to our ushers, thank you all so very much, and those that are working our media ministry. Um, and thank you all for your adherence to our protocol policy that we have here because we're still, unfortunately, dealing with COVID. Uh, I'm building me a home. The writings of Paul, I think, is so apropos uh, as we celebrate the life, the light, the legacy of Brother Bryce McCain Sr. The Lord called him few days ago from labor to refreshment. He was a longtime disciple of this congregation. And I would readily admit that his demise leaves a void in our church. I think the blessing that all of us can count on is that God let him see 94 years of life and he lived it to the fullest. Brother McCain was a husband and a father and a grandfather, a hard worker, and just a great soul. God let him see six generations, uh, even seeing great, great, great grandchildren. I'll be honest, I don't know anybody that see three sets of greats uh, as far as their own life is concerned. What a blessing of longevity. We're told in the scriptures, particularly in the Psalms, that if we see 70 years, that's a blessing, and by reason of strength, 80 years, then we ought to shout. Brother Bryce was blessed to have his last birthday in March, where God let him turn 94 years old. And I would readily admit, had he not been sick, he did not look his age. He never did tell me what he was putting in his water, Sister Gwen. But he looked good until sickness got the best of him. One thing that I appreciate about Sister uh, Gwendolyn Bryce is that she loved to brag about her husband on Facebook of all places for someone of her age. Put all her business about how much she loved her Bryce on Facebook. Yeah, I didn't do any snapshots, 
But I sure got the snapshots in my memory of how much you lifted up your love and your care and your concern for Brother Bryce. He was just a good person, just a wonderful joy to be with. And having been his pastor for the last five and a half years, I've been blessed by his persona. He never met a stranger. He made friends easily. He was a people's person. And even in his upper years, he somehow maintained a winsome personality and and an infectious smile. He will be missed, but he will not be forgotten. But I think that two things that I could take joy in as far as his family is concerned that I want to impart to you, and that is God let him live a long life. And I think about that juxtaposed to what we saw in the news this past weekend where a 24-year-old quarterback with the NFL, uh, Dwayne Hoskins, 24 years old, got hit by a dump truck, died. And yet God let Brother Bryce see 70 more years than he let Brother Dwayne Hoskins see. What a blessing and what something to celebrate. But not only did he live 94 years, but he knew Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior. And I don't know about anybody else, but you all, that makes the difference. Whether your life is long or whether your life is short. Because when you know who Jesus is in the pardon of your sins, it makes this moment, regardless of how long they live, just a little bit more tolerable to deal with. I would dare say today, and just a reminder that death is not the end, but it's really the beginning. And whether we want to admit it or not, atheist, agnostic, or believer, saint or sinner, all of us are going to spend eternity somewhere. You ain't got to believe in God, but you do have an eternity where you will spend it somewhere. And I think that the joy for me in being able to have these scattering remarks over the life and the light and love and legacy of Brother Bryce McCain is that uh, he knew Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior. And since he knew Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior, then what he is engaging in right now is not death and dying, but taking sleep until the Lord wakes him up with the blast of the resurrection trumpet. Then those of us who remain shall be caught up in the air and we shall bask in the glory of our God forever and ever. And yet the Apostle Paul, in the text that I've shared with you, at this moment, reminds us that we are here temporarily. He says something to the effect that if we know that if this earthly tent we live in is destroyed, we have a building from God, a house not made with hands, but what is eternal in in the heavens. And, And I just want to, if I could, remind us that as Paul was writing these wonderful words, he's writing them at a time when he is dealing with his own personal illness, facing violent persecution for preaching the gospel, and he's up in age himself. Paul writes with the assumption that Jesus was going to come back before he had died. Uh, And even though he writes about his own mortality, his tone exudes this spirit of confidence. He begins with these words, for we know, which means he truly believes that death is going to put him in a better place with his Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Because we are reminded in these same writings that while we are at home in the body, we are absent from the Lord, rather to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. And oftentimes, what I love about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, is that Jesus tries to communicate an idea to us that at times it's not easy to grasp or he will begin with an illustration. Paul begins with the illustration of talking about how our body is like a tent. And if you know anything about a tent, a tent is temporary. And a tent can get holes in them. And a tent can be moved from place to place. And and so we have to admit that Brother Bryce's tent got some holes in them. And they moved from place to place. He he got holes in him when he got sick. And he got holes in him when he got tired. And he got holes in him when his body got the best of him. Yes, it's temporary. But God has something even better for him. For he says, well, if 
our earthly house, this tent is destroyed. We have a building from God, a house not made with hands eternal in the heavens. That means that dying is not leaving home, but rather going home. Paul did not believe that death was the end or the place of extinction or that death we would be absorbed into some divine spirit or at death we would become some disembodied spirit floating around in eternity. That is why we don't pray to the universe because the universe ain't got no power to raise us from the dead. We pray to the God that has promised us a new body. Not angel wings or anything of that sort, but a brand new body that would be able to bask in the glory of God forever and ever, where we'll be able to love God and serve God better than we can in the here and now. That's why Paul says, for we walk by faith and not by sight. He can look at death and say, I'm not scared of death anymore because I know that beyond this veil of tears that God has something better. The life beyond the grave is a whole lot better than life on this side of the veil. But then after he uses this analogy of a tent in the house, he gives us another picture. Talks about putting on some clothes. Talks about putting on clothes of righteousness. And while the Greek world tended to look upon the body as a tomb for the soul and as death as an escape for the spirit, the Jews thought of their bodies as clothing for a person. The body was what made contact and communication with others in the earthly realm possible. So to them, the death of the body deprived them of everything which meant being a person, which meant being connected as far as to your loved ones in the earth realm or to become naked, that when you died, you lost your clothing. But Paul wants to remind us that ultimately when you died, you get better clothing. Because one day we shall be resurrected as far as the Jesus, Jesus' resurrection is concerned. And we will be able to bask in the glory of God forever and ever. We shall not be found naked. We don't know whether Paul was saying that at the moment of death, God gives us a new body. Or that at the moment of death, uh, his hope was so real that he didn't worry about what happened in between time. Bible scholars and theologians have been trying to figure out for the longest what happens when we die, when the spirit leaves our body. I don't know any of that. I wouldn't dare confess to knowing any of that. But one thing I do know is that God's in charge of all of it. And I leave it to his sovereign hands. But there is a general agreement on the idea that death creates a greater potential for us to be able to appreciate God even more in the hereafter. So, just want to let you all know that what Brother Bryce was doing when he was engaging in work down here, he was making preparations for his home in the sky. He was, as the song says, sending up his timber for his mansion in the sky. And I like the way that John puts it in John 14 when he says, let not your heart be troubled. You beloved, believe in God, believe also in me, for in my father's house there are many mansions. And if it were not so, I would have told you, and I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself. There where I am, there you may be also. Oh, every time that Brother Bryce did something good, he was sending up timber for his mansion in the sky. Every time he gave an encouraging word, he was sending up timber. For his mansion in the sky. Every time he served here at St. Paul Church, he was sending up timber for his mansion in the sky. Every time that he looked into Sister Gwendolyn's eyes and did what he could to care for his wife and his family, he was sending up timber for his mansion in the sky. But can I tell you what I like about the timber he was sending up? What I like about the timber he was sending up is that the termites of this world could not mess with it. What I like about the timber he was sending up is that the moss could not get to it. What I like about the timber he was sending up was that the timber he was sending up would not deteriorate. Why? Because it was made of the essence of eternity. 
He was sending up his timber to a place where the wicked will cease from troubling and where the weary shall be at rest. He was sending up his timber to a place where there's no more sorrow, no more headaches, no more heartaches, no more trials, no more trouble, no more tribulation, no more pains, no more problems, no more time, no more sickness, and no more death. Like songwriter said, I'm building me a home. This earthly house is going to soon decay and my soul has got to have somewhere to stay. Hallelujah. I'm glad to know that the God we serve knows how to make all of that happen. And that's why the songwriter of Amazing Grace said in one of those last standards, through many dangers, towards the snares, I have already come towards grace that brought me safe thus far. And grace shall lead me home. Grace was his personal escort that led him into the divine bosom of God and there he shall rest forever and ever until we're able to join him and bask in the collective Hosanna and hallelujah and giving God praise throughout the ceaseless ages of eternity. Rest on, Brother Bryce. We'll see you in the morning. Sister Naomi will lead us uh, in uh, her rendition of Amazing Grace, uh, and then we proceed with our recessional. Amen. Oh, 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 oh. 
that brought me safe the
Let us look to the Lord. Our Father and our God, Lord, we say thank you. Thank you, Father, for this wonderful, wonderful celebration of life that we've had for Brother Bryce McCain today. God, we love you so much. And we say thank you for his life. Thank you, Father, for his friendship. Thank you for the life that he spent with his beautiful wife. And we pray for her and we lift her up to you right now in the name of Jesus. God, we thank you for his children. And we pray, Father, that in the days and in the weeks and in the months to come, that you would keep your arms around them. Hold them up, oh God, in the name of Jesus, letting them know that you are right there by their side. God, we say thank you. Thank you for his smiles. Thank you for his love. Thank you for his life. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Isn't that please the almighty and wise God in his sovereign providence to take out the world, the soul of our deceased brother, Bryce McCain. We therefore commit his body to the ground, earth to earth, ashes to ashes, and dust to dust. Looking for the day of the general resurrection when the earth and the sea shall give up his dead. And that which is corrupt shall put on incorruption. And that which is mortal shall put on immortality. And I heard a voice from heaven saying, Right, blessed are they who die in the Lord, for they shall rest from their labors. Amen. So at this particular time, as we get ready to process out, I'm going to ask if we can have, particularly, I see some of our ushers will serve as flower bearers. If I could get some more uh, persons that can help us with the flowers, that would be greatly appreciated. Amen. Those that will be serving as pallbearers, would you come to my right? Those that will be serving as pallbearers. We need at least six men that can help us as far as the casket is concerned. If you don't mind, would you come at this time? Thank you so much. We need need a, a few more able-bodied brothers. Amen. Be greatly appreciated. Greatly appreciated. All right. God bless you. Now, if you're worried about it, if you think you have to carry the casket all the way out, no, they're going to roll it out to the to the hearse and you just put it in the hearse all right i'm gonna ask that everyone with the exception of the family would you please stand at this time the lord is my light and my salvation whom shall i fear the lord is strength of my life of whom shall i be afraid when the wicked even my enemies and my foes came upon me they stumbled and they fell Though a host should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war should rise against me, in this will I be confident. One thing that I desire of the Lord that I will seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. For in the time of trouble he shall hide me. In the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me. He shall set my foot upon a rock. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in the green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Hey, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil and my cup. Runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And ever. And my soul